Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello and welcome to episode 128. Today I want to talk about some interesting wedding facts and they're not just like facts that you don't do anything with. They're actually things that you do need to know and you probably haven't really thought about. So I want to share them with you. Now, the first one I want to talk about is what ring goes on first? Because so many people actually don't know this and they don't even think about it till like the day of the wedding. And I'm pretty sure actually that that, that happened to me on the day of my wedding. And I was like, also didn't really know what I was meant to do with my engagement ring as well. So firstly, I want to say that according to tradition, the wedding band that you get given on the wedding day should always go on first with the engagement ring stacked on top of that. And then obviously, if you get given an eternity ring a year later, then that would go on last. So it would put like the engagement ring in the middle if you do that. I mean, you know, everyone is is so different these days. The etiquette experts agree that the way to wear a wedding set is by placing the wedding band on the bottom. However, while that's meant to be the proper way, it's it's totally your choice. And I know that many of my friends all do it different. Some of them only wear their engagement ring and that's all they ever wanted. Some only wear a band. I was very lucky on my wedding day. I was given my wedding band and an eternity ring, which one of my bridesmaids held on to. And that was only because, not because I was spoiled or anything, but it was really not much more different in price to get the two at the same time. Like it was only a couple of hundred dollars more. It was crazy. And getting the one alone was super expensive. So yeah, we just thought we'll just get the two. And he said, you can just have it on your wedding day. And I was like, excellent. Yay. So I think, I think, and I say, I think, cause I got married eight days ago, but I think that one of my girlfriends, the eternity ring one fitted on her finger and the engagement ring fitted on my right hand. So I put James, my husband, for those of you who haven't listened to all my episodes, my husband's name is James. He put my wedding band on when, you know, you put the rings on. Then, yeah, and then I just at the after, because you don't think of it at the time because you're so caught up in the moment. Then afterwards, before like our photo started, I remembered to like put my other ring on and get that kind of sorted. Or maybe I did it just before the signing. I can't quite remember. (laughs) There you go. I'd actually have to look back at photos. But basically, traditionally, the wedding band goes on first. But again, depends how your ring's you know, set and what style you're after, you really, you can do whatever you would prefer. The second thing that I thought it would be kind of like interesting to talk about is who says I do first? Like I I did not know this either. And again, traditionally, it's the groom. The groom traditionally says I do first and reads his vows first. But again, it's, it's it's a personal choice, but usually, you know, you're efficient. That's kind of the order that they would take it. 
unless you were to say, no, we don't want that, but that's not very common. Most people just don't know, so they do what the officiant tells them. So, yeah, that's another interesting fun fact for you. Another one is I learned this actually in one of my podcast episodes. Oh, it was right at the start, I think, of one of my episodes. It was I interviewed a cake maker and she informed me, well, I shouldn't say she informed me, but I was quite surprised. But the thing that I thought, and many of you may think, and I've suggested it in the past to brides and now I feel so bad about it, is that I've suggested if you want a larger cake but you're serving your guests maybe dessert and you're like, well, I want a really big, beautiful cake but I don't want to pay for all that cake and it's not going to get eaten, you know, have a fake tear. Like have a fake tear and they put styrofoam in the middle. And I have worked, I've worked in events for over 20 years and up until that point two years ago when she told me, it might not have even been two years ago, it might have only been a year ago, uh, 18 months ago, she turned around and said to me, it's not, it actually costs nearly the same. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why has no one ever said this? And I think it's just because, you know, the price of everything has changed. But she was saying that she charges pretty much the same because it's really difficult to mould the styrofoam and to get it, it, you know, takes the same amount of time to like to decorate it and make it look the same. She said the batter in the middle is such an easy part. Like you just make extra when you're making the other tiers. So I was like, well, yeah, maybe things have just changed to when that used to happen. Like it was so common back when I started doing weddings all those years ago that there'd be a styrofoam tier. It was super, super common, really common. But obviously now that's just not the thing. So don't do that. (laughs) Don't listen to my advice if you ever heard me suggest that because it's wrong. It's very, very wrong. So just order real cake and God mix it up. I love it. My my husband and I, we had two different flavours. I'm a big caramel cake lover. So I really wanted caramel. So we had one that was caramel, but then we were torn. We were like chocolate or vanilla. I like vanilla. It's such a nice cake and everyone loves chocolate. What do we do? So she did a marble one where we had like vanilla and chocolate and it had amazing ganache in it and it was just delicious. So if I give you any advice, try and choose a couple of flavours because it's so nice. I think that was a little bit more for two different flavours, but it wasn't that much more. But, yeah, it just gives everyone options and I quite enjoyed the next day (laughs) trying those as well because you don't usually try it on your wedding night. Oh, and actually I just remembered something that I was told not that long ago actually, and I should have mentioned this back when I was talking about the rings, but why do you wear those rings on the fourth finger on the left hand? So someone told me recently it's because it was once thought that a vein in that finger led directly to the heart. How crazy is that? So that's what they thought, and I think that that they they know now maybe that's not the case, but that's what they thought. So that's why originally that finger was chosen. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? But I do also know that in some nationalities actually wear it on the right side, so it, it depends where you live. There's some European countries that wear it on the right. Why do brides wear a white wedding dress? Do you know this? (laughs) 
who knows this. I wonder how many people listening actually know. There probably wouldn't be that many. So it dates back like more than 2,000 years ago and it basically was because the colour white represented purity, like symbolising both a women's like chastity and her transition to a married Roman matron basically. So, yeah, white was purity, but (laughs) we all know how much the times have changed there. And the veil, it, it was believed like that, well, ancient Greeks and Romans believed that that the, the veil protected the bride from evil spirits. So there you go. It's really interesting like to know these little things. Like we, you have no idea. You just do it because, well, that's how you know of weddings. But no one actually knows why those things are done, but uh, I honestly find them so, so interesting. I just think it's crazy that we never question things. We just do them because that's what's always happened. But I suppose that's also why, you know, traditions are just becoming less and less of a thing, right? Like in this modern world, you can now do what you want. You know, the veil is not worn over the face as much anymore. You know, many people will just wear it at the back because it looks beautiful and they don't know why they want to, don't want to, they don't want to, you know, have that, that father giving them away and do that traditional thing. And some people don't even wear a veil and that's totally okay. Like everything is absolutely accepted and I think that that's the most important thing and that's why you always have to do what feels right for you on your wedding day. Like ultimately you and your partner want to be the happiest you want to feel the most comfortable, you want to shine, right? Like you want to be at your best and the only way that you can be at your best and you can shine is by doing things the way that you want. So, yeah, you might want to still stick to some of the traditions and there is a podcast episode and I'll link it in the show notes that is all about traditions and, you know, the ones that have stuck around and there's some older ones that I talk about that you can take up if you want to. But ultimately, you know, just do what you want. Even if, you know, your parents or in-laws want something that you don't want, you've got to do what you want because you're the one who remembers for years and years years to come and you're the one that's going to be happy with your decisions. So stick to what you want. But, yeah, I hope you found those facts interesting like like I did. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organised while planning the wedding of your dreams. <laughs>